0: with everything that's changing in technology you need content you know it's not a education anymore it's kind of entertainment plus education so how do you make the combination of both and still be able to educate your clients to you are closing more business
1: welcome to the marketing expedition podcast an auditory journey through the latest in marketing branding and advertising now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen.
2: On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, I get to speak with V. Krishna Lakinini. He hailed from a small village in India. Being born into poverty, the lack of necessities made him work harder, and he became hungry to achieve something better for himself, his future family, and the generations to come. As a 10-year-old, he thought money would solve all of his problems. In fact. This thought vanished as he got older and understood there was something greater. A higher purpose now drives him to reach his goals, and his self-discoveries led to an inner passion to help others through mentoring, giving, compassion, and love. Through his hard work, dedication, and continuing education, Krishna developed a unique skill set in the digital marketing industry where possessing both analytical left brain and creative imaginary right brain talent led to quality project outcomes. He currently leads a team of talented technologists, designers, and strategists at ROI Media Works, And Mr. Lakanini has over 15 years of experience working in the ever-changing digital marketing world. Being analytical, an entrepreneur, a programmer, and a marketer, he has developed a unique yet strategic skill set where he sets the bar high for himself. He also had considerable experience working on Fortune 500 companies' digital marketing projects in an agency environment. And we're going to talk a lot about a variety of wonderful things, so stay tuned for that. But first, it's now time for your marketing essentials moment, the basics that you need To continue helping you build your brand and your bottom line. Over the last few weeks, I've been giving you 50 ways in 50 days that you can use Peppershock services to help you in your marketing journey, or you can implement some of these on your own if you're in the do-it-yourself mode, or if you want to hire us to be in the done with you or even done for you mode. But I wanted to give lots of different tactics and tips and things along the way to get you up and running if you are a startup, or maybe you need to level up your business and scale more and grow. So I've given you all kinds of good ideas. And so this will wrap up this series of the 50 days and 50 ways that you can get your business on board to help you continue to build that brand and bottom line. So this will be part three of the Marketing Essentials moment to wrap it up and we'll have some more new fun nuggets for next week. But let's just continue on the list. I think I last week uh, ended up with talking about getting your vehicle wrapped, and now some other ideas that you can implement into your business and consider putting into tactics. And I also want to warn you, you cannot do all of these things. Pick the ones that are going to work best for you. This is just to give you a whole bunch of different ideas of things that can work that we have used over the years in our clients with us and, and our own marketing that we do for Pepper Shock as well. But let's just get into it. So OTT and CTV and display ads. So OTT means over the top connected TV and then display ads. So it's kind of a three prong approach here. You can do over the top ads and those are basically the commercials that play before the actual video that you want to watch or the streaming video that you want to see if it's connected TV, because we all have televisions in our homes, most of us, that are connected to the internet in one way or another. And so playing those ads before you get to watch the programming that you'd like basically means that there's multiple places that you can see this, either online on the internet, on web pages that you are watching videos, or on your smart devices that you have. So if you have a living room TV, just think of what It is that you're going to be able to see in that. And you can also geo-target these commercials on things like Hulu and Tubi and Netflix and Disney Plus now also has places that you can put ads on. So there's things that you can consider. We can help you do this. We can help you produce the commercial that you want to play and or you can do it on your own. We also partner with people who help us spend the money wisely and in the geographic areas and the interests of the people who are you wanna target that you wanna to get to see in front of your your message to get and see in front of them. So working to think through that, some of these platforms have do have a minimum monthly spend per per month but we can work with you to figure out what your budget is we also don't want to, you to know, just waste your money if you don't have enough of a budget so this is something to consider budget wise at least maybe a thousand dollars per platform per month is a is a, at least a starting point now of course you could spend even more than that but if you only have that kind of budget that's what we would say we need to at least do that some of the platforms have even more of a minimum spend we just need to work through what what it is that you have, and of course, who it is that we want to target specifically. Okay, another tactic is using affiliate marketing. So using affiliates to promote your product or service that you can then pay them back for having referred you the business. So they're an affiliate of yours. They're they're selling your product or service to be able to do that. Or on the flip side, you can be an affiliate marketer too. And this is ways to get messaging and branding out there to help you promote that brand. Um, And so then the affiliate marketer, if you want to promote your product or service using affiliate marketers, if you get paid, then they get paid. So they're invested in it just as much as you are and wanting to get the message out there about your product or your service, right? So it's kind of a win-win situation. They don't get paid unless you do. So that's how that works. You can set up specific links that then tie it back so that you know that they are the ones that you attribute that sell to that you've made or that they've made on your behalf. Another one is direct mail, as in you know, snail mail, United States Postal Service mail, (laughs) good old-fashioned postage letters. You can send out sales letters to those that you want to specifically see your message. Uh, You know, direct mail can work too. It's still just as viable medium as any of these others that I'm talking about. And it can, we can help you obtain mailing lists specifically to your target audience. We can do it by zip code, If they are renters, if they're business owners, if they're, you know, dwellers and home dwellers, if, you know, any of those types of filters we can add into that specifically. We can even target whether or not they voted one way or the other (laughs) in one political party or another. Not always is it 100%. There is a margin of error with this, but... Um, you know, because people move, people, you know, maybe they don't update their address or their forwarding address. There's little things like that that can kind of skew it just a little bit. However, it is a great way to be able to address somebody by name and give them the information that you want in front of them because we can use variable data to where it's the same message, but then they change the name out for every person that every piece of mail that you send. You can send flyers and postcards and other types of direct mail pieces to really stand out. And we can help do all of that process, or of course you can take it on and do your own, but we'll even get this, the postage and all the things that you need to, and uh, you know, make sure that you have enough postage and we can even do bulk permits and all the fun things that come with direct mail. But that's another way to do it. If you're, if you're gonna have an open house or maybe it's a grand opening, maybe you wanna send an oversized postcard to stand out a little bit more, you know, all of the things that can happen with direct mail. It's another tactic that you can use stickers. Everyone loves stickers. I have stickers on my Hydro Flask. I have stickers on my laptop. I have stickers on my car. I have stickers everywhere, right? People love stickers. They love to be rewarded with stickers. They like to put their individuality of stickers in different places on different things. On their, uh, We have stickers on our camp trailer even. So stickers are something to think about that you could use as a way to build your brand. And making some of those stickers something that people do want to put in place, right? Not maybe just making it a complete, um, you know, branding or logo for you, but what can you do to have a saying or to help you drive traffic to your landing page? Because you've got, you know, either a little QR code on it or a specific vanity URL that you put on it. We have stickers for the Marketing Expedition podcast even, and we can use these stickers to help tell. And we we send them out to our guests who have been on the show. They help promote them and they put stickers on. And I've seen pictures of people putting stickers on things that they send that we've sent out. So stickers are super fun. Okay, and here's some bonus tips, because I, I told you 50 ways, but I've got even more. Okay, so there's things like Craig, Craigslist or Angie's List. I can't remember if we already talked about Yelp, but that's another place where you can list your business profile. Of course, Google My Business, of course, that's one you me- must have is Google My Business. You can do things on the eBay store. You can sell stuff in very vari- variety of different places, or, or you know what if it's a product, of course. Etsy, all those things, right? And another thing is um, you can offer to be a speaker, a guest speaker, do a presenter demo and share your knowledge with others. Do a TEDx talk, be, you know, submit to do a TEDx talk, right? And those TEDx talks, not necessarily about branding your business, but it's positioning you as an expert in something that you know a lot about. And then of course they have people who will coach you through being able to present. So that's another thing. What else? Building your email list. I think we talked a lot about that. Just thinking about all the different tactics and things. Here's another simple one that you can do. Your email signature. Have your website or your URL, even on your cell phone, if you do emails through your cell phone, have a way for people to engage or connect or check out your site or, you know, I have my booking link if people want to book 15 minutes of time with me, they can. So email signatures are another place to, you know, make sure you've got information. But that is a lot of different tactics and tools to take. And again, don't do them all at once. If you do, you'll probably go a little crazy, Um, but pick out the ones that that can matter to you most in helping you continue to build your brand in your bottom line. And reevaluate what's working, what's not, and why. And what do you need to stop, start, keep, or tweak on an ongoing basis we look at marketing audits. We try to do them at least once a year for all of our clients. Even for us, for PepperShock, we look at our own marketing audit, identify what to stop, start, keep, or tweak, what's working, what's not, and why. So these are all things to continue to build and do to help you in your marketing journey. Now, let's get to the interview with VK. You're in for a treat. Listen up. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Pepper Shock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition community. And today's guest we have VK, and I want to make sure I say it right, Lacanini. Lacanini. Say it for me. <laughs> Lucky namey. Lucky Nene. I knew. I tried to even like write it down so I could. You try It's, it's good. <laughs> so VK, welcome to the show. Uh, I would love for you to share a little more about you and your background and all the wonderful you. You travel from different places and and have a lot of marketing experience. So just give us a, an overview of where you were and how you got to where you are now.
0: Right. Thank you very much for you know having me on this show. Um, And we were having like some pre-show conversations, but I'll start over. Um, I'm born and raised in India and uh, been living in Canada since 2008. And this is where I started my entrepreneurial journey. And I had uh, three companies, and you know, I I looked at the world differently. Like, what? How can I give back more? How can I do more with the limited time that I have on this earth? So. The only vehicle that I figured out is being an entrepreneur and having a company. It allows you to have the freedom, to spend time with the family, but also you can do greater good in the community. So you know ROI Media Works is one of the agencies that I'm still CEO and the founder and I had two other startups, Snap QR and also Buddy Golf. And once you um, gain more experience, you Start looking at other opportunities. So now I have business coaching uh, as mindset monk for other businesses that are in the midlife crisis, trying to scale their businesses. Uh, I co-authored three Amazon best-selling books. Um, I have a, two Telly awards and you know being an executive producer on an Emmy award winning film, uh, Dreamer, which is available on Amazon. Uh, but I think everything was pointing me to how can I inspire people? How can I motivate them to believe in themselves and their purpose and then help them uh, along the way. Because I had my mentors and now I'm being a mentor for other
2: people. Good. It's giving back to those that need it. And just as you did at one point too. And even then coaches get coached, right? Mentors need mentors. (laughs) I love it.
0: Yeah. I was having this conversation with my dad. He's a teacher and I, you know, with the AI and everything that's changing and I was playing with it and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm, I'm just learning something new. And I, it's like, you had to learn new, like after all these years. I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
2: Being a lifetime learner, right? That's that's really good. Yeah. Teachers Teaching the teachers. That's good. <laughs> so you've got all the different companies, but I want to know what's your favorite thing to do? Out of all the things that you do, what do you love to do most?
0: Uh, finding solutions for different problems, right? And I think uh, when I first started as an entrepreneur, it was all about money. I just need to have a nice house because, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, poor middle-class type of family in India, but then uh, the hunger became different. Like, you know, are they inspiring from Steve Jobs or now Elon Musk, whatever that is, um, creating solutions that are solving problems for the community and making a better world for everybody and i think that's important to me and i look at that even with every clients that i work with okay you have this business so you have employees so whatever we do it needs to make a difference so it's helping your employees and having that sustainability um and and that puts a smile on my face every single time there is a win okay that's great right um, I'll just give you an example. Somebody reached out to me and they said, "Hey, we need to include this calculator on the Wix website." And you know, my employee's first reaction was, "We don't work with Wix. Like, we're, we're not that kind of agency." And I'm like, um, "But the entrepreneur side of me, I, I just want to look at more."
1: I looked at his
0: business. It's a brand new, innovative uh, community housing solution. And you know, those tiny homes where you can just have a land and make it sustainable with the solar and everything. Uh, he's a young guy, have a vision, try and do it So all of a sudden, from the calculator to, he's like, you know, you know so much, like you know, from the investing side, from building company side, can you help me more? Right? And and that's again, way beyond what we do as an agency. But personally, that fills my heart.
2: Yeah, well, that's that's good. I love I love being able to share what we know and having others benefit from from the expertise and experiences that we've had, right? That they can take and use to to leverage their own position and where they are. That's that's really cool. So, here's some more examples of things that you've been able to accomplish. And since we are on a marketing journey, let's 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 focus on some of the marketing tactics and things that you and your team have been able to accomplish for for some of your clients. I'd love to dig in and see what people think is working, especially nowadays there's so many different options and so many different tactics and strategies and things to take. I'd love to hear from you something that was highly successful that worked with your clients and and what you and your team did to make it happen
0: for sure um i'll I'll take a step back there like looking at working with like you know 150 plus existing clients and 200 other odd projects in 15 years um the human psychology is basically make it simple make it easier i just want to make it happen with one click right and then they try to use that methodology. I mean, it's human psychology. Uh, Like, you know, look at the Ely financials and say, I wish my taxes are done like that, right? Right. And same methodologies they try to apply with the marketing and everything else um, small businesses do. But when you shift that and say, okay, I need a HR professional, I need a finance professional, I need a marketing professional who really knows what's happening. And this is where that strategy comes in. And Working with all these businesses, every one of them came to us. Hey, we tried social media, it didn't work, or we tried Google Ads, it didn't work. Uh, You know, we've been producing content, but we're not getting any attractions. But it all pointed back to the roadmap and the strategy. Like none of these businesses had a strategy on a long-term roadmap, like three to five years. What I'm doing, doing year one, month to month, year two, three, and where is that helping me to get to the next level? And when you look back and say, hey, you know, what you're doing is basically a band-aid solution. You're just kind of somebody told me social media ads working, right? But does it really work for your business? Is that where you want to start, right? So we just go back to the fundamentals like you know in the marketing course we look at like the awareness like where are they in the funnel and what kind of strategy or platform that you want to use and that came in really handy for a number of clients for us so a startup brand awareness nobody knows about you so this is where you start but you kind of funnel them into different stages so you're closing more deals over the time but some businesses okay you know i want to get leads right away i've been 20 years in the business but with everything that's changing in technology, you need content. You know, it's not a education anymore. It's kind of entertainment plus education. So how do you make the combination of both and still be able to educate your clients so you're closing more business? So every strategy is different. And for us, we are a boutique agency. So it's not like, a, hey, here's a $5,000 package, right? Just show it on their face. And we have like 90% client retention rate. And that's like, you know, good to have, but also you're growing with the business. And I personally have meetings with all these businesses and say, how are you doing? Right? Like I get to know them personally, business-wise and say, you know, are the numbers good? Like, especially after COVID, I had to step back more into the ROI media work side of the business and say, you know, like, okay, you're up 20%. That's not bad. Like, you know, we work with jewelry franchises like Pandora, for example, and look at their the franchises and say, okay, you know, are you doing good? And yeah, like, you know, we were 2 million now, they're, we're like 2.3. Okay, that's a good progress. So how do we make more of that, right? So the mentoring part as a business coach, plus implementing these solutions for the clients is something unique that we have. And I, you know, and I believe in the pie is big enough. There are other agencies there, even when I first started, there are like 14 other agencies in the space that I was in. and. I survived through. I, you know, we won multiple awards, and then keep innovating and keep doing the good work, and that's what we got as where we are today.
2: Ah, oh, that's fabulous, and I think you you are absolutely correct in the idea of having a, that roadmap for a long term plan, so that way you aren't just trying to throw things out there and hope that they work. Right, you've got it all part of the. The master plan. Now it's not to say that the plan can't change along the way, new things and new discoveries are happening, but at least you have an idea of where that destination is that you're going, right? On that marketing journey that we're all trying to, you know, get to and succeed with, right?
0: Yeah, it's all the models, right? Like, um, you know, I, I came from a programming background to marketing. So in programming back those days, you had to write code for every single thing, right? Like including building the calendars. But now there's a framework you include it, right? So there are a lot of models out there, but what makes really work for your business? right? Like, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back. Like, you know, I, I recently had a client. Well, uh, we got the logo, we're building the website. Can you help us with the marketing? And I took a step back, looked at the logo. Okay, when you pass, somebody looks at the logo and your branding, can they tell what you do? right? Like we don't do branding and advertising, like, you know, we, our focus is advertising, but I want to make that connection, right? Like at the end of the day, when you're building a company, you're building a brand, you're building uh, a a model where you can sell it, you know, like a lot of business owners don't think about the exit strategy. So how do you incorporate from the beginning, right? And then I sold her, um, I mean, I sent her a couple of, articles basically that talks about the color psychology and you know the fonts like you know even though i'm very much familiar with it we don't offer it as a solution i just want you to take a look and think through you know your brand represents love happiness and wisdom and the colors that pretty much uses by the companies is is different than what you came up with the you know a black and dark gold right like how does where does that fit in there um so Again, like, you know, whether we work together or not, give them the best opportunities for them to find out more about their business.
2: Yeah, no, and that's a good tactic too, to send articles and information that, you know, can be very useful and the resources that can help you in that journey as well, for sure. Speaking of resources, what kinds of tools or resources or podcasts or things do you listen to or read to get new into the, you know, the latest and greatest or, you know, keep up on on what you're doing?
0: (laughs) You know, my Mondays and Fridays are usually just allocated for research, innovation, learning, um, like, I I go back to actually the fundamentals, like a lot of Google marketing books, or even the HPR, like Harvard Business Review books, and, you know, they're kind of like 2012, 2015. But again, that's when I went to school. But those fundamentals are really just kind of changed into different things, right? Like, you know, if you're creating a campaign for a client, again, like, you know, there is a connection between... The offline campaigns that they're doing or they have done, but how do you leverage that translate into online, right? Uh, like, I, I love Gary Reinerchuk, like, you know, his
1: podcast Maybe. and whatnot.
0: Um, and Seth Godin, uh, like my all time idols, uh, who I get to meet a couple of times at the different conferences. So, and, and I, I'm very much um, focused on the people, right? Like the psychology of people and how do you implement that in your marketing campaigns? Um, so I learned a lot about the, the people and the responses and the emotions and then uh, how to use that as part of your influencer campaign?
2: Oh, that's good. Those are always good resources. And yeah, Seth Godin, definitely, if you're in the marketing field, you, you should definitely be paying attention to Seth, right? <laughs> And now a word about our sponsor, Abriva. Abriva is a 100% free to use app that uses data science and machine learning to track your everyday habits, and lets you know what you are doing well in areas that span across health, finances, career, relationships, and the community. And in the process, your insurance covers grows weekly with your positive habits, but never decreases for less than ideal ones. We've been using the Abreva app and it's 100% free and it's really awesome. It improves your well-being and rewards up to $11,000 in life and medical insurance at no cost to you. Go to peppershockcom offers to find out more. Okay, so because we have some students listening, I would love to know what advice you would give someone wanting to pursue a career in this industry. What would you tell them?
0: Um... There are a few things, right? Like, you know, I know a lot of universities do offer some technical courses in marketing as well, right? Like marketing and technology blended so well, right? It's not like I'm a graphic designer. All I want to do is a graphic design. It doesn't work anymore. Like, you know, you want to learn about UX and UI, right? And if you're doing like data sciences and work with like Google Analytics or any of the conversion tools, you do want to have that subject. But also, you need to learn certain tools, and same goes with implementing some of these paid campaigns. Okay, you're good at writing content and writing ads, but you also need to know how to use these tools so you're actually tracking the effectiveness of ad campaigns. And I think the biggest thing that I learned through my journey, it's never ending, and you want to always be open to learn, right? Like you know, four years ago, I went back to my day and I did a a brand new entrepreneurship course because they revamped some other things. So I want to go back and learn about entrepreneurship. So you always look back where you need to be. But I think uh, it all depends on the personal level. Like, you know, I know a lot of students, they drop out from marketing and go to arts and go to computer science. Um, But having that focus, like, you know, when I was 19, I didn't know, like, I'm going to be in marketing. I was focused on computer science and I loved it. I loved programming. But also, I'll learn that my skills can be translated into marketing and implementing the tools and the marketing technologies. Right. So the change is inevitable, and where you can really understand is knowing that. Right. So don't be afraid of taking that chance and say, "I want to pick up this book and learn more about it." And from you know, hearing a lot of podcasts and reading books, all you need is like four to seven years to be an expert in any field, and once you read, like, maybe average 12 to 15 books, you pretty much grasp, like, 80% of the subject matter. And even with the books, too, like, you know, you can pick up, like, three, uh, you know, fundamentals, like, really the basics of it. Did you really enjoy it? And then pick up some intermediary books and say, did you really enjoy it? Uh, but really like you're enjoying it, you know, you fall in love with it, right? It's almost like watching that Twilight movie, you know, everybody loves the vampires and characters. Uh, so when you're studying, like, you know, feel it and fall in love with it and see what inspires you from there. And that will lead you to wherever you want to be.
2: Yeah, I think definitely being a lifetime learner is very valuable. And for those that don't want to continue learning new skills, you're gonna become obsolete if you don't. Because the rapid rate of what what is happening, especially with AI, and like you mentioned, you know, there's just so many things to stay on top of that you can find the things that you are interested in and omit those that are not, right? If you are down a path and you just do not like it, then don't have to stay that path, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, there is no reason for anybody to force themselves into the profession that they don't like or enjoy, right? Like, uh, one thing always, like, I do mentor university students here. Uh, You never want to be in a situation like you're 35, look back and say, I'm stuck in this job or in this profession for 10 years. Now I don't know what to do. Um, So, you know, when you peel, you know, all these years, at some point you had a thought like, you know, I want to improve my skills or change a career, Uh, you know, as long as it's like before 35 makes it easier. Even after that, with a little bit, little bit more hard work, you can get into where you want to be.
2: Right. And there's lots of people who've had career changes and you know, it's kind of their second act into areas that they want to focus on or do more of or be inspired by. I mean even if you are in a job right now that's not necessarily your ideal job what about that job can you like and keep you in that right mindset right and you think that's helpful to at least find the things that do bring you joy even if it isn't the job that's quite what you need to be if you're in that you know growing stage where you're you know getting yourself right out, especially right out of college, right? You're not always going to get the dream job right out of college. You got to put in some time and effort and and energy and learn and and all those things, right?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's at different levels, but like, you know, when you're right out of the college, uh, nobody tells you this is okay to do. Right. And when we look at our lifespan, we spend half of our lifetime, lifetime in the offices, basically eight hours a day or 10 hours a day. Right. Um, so you really want to be picky and choosy, and mm-hmm. you know, knowing that's really what you want to do. Uh, and this is where the biggest change happening with the gig economy and you know short-term projects, right? There's a lot of uh, freelancers. You know, they they're like digital nomads. They work from Thailand, Philippines, but they are in the professionals, uh, profession in, that uses the technology, right? Like you can't be a finance expert and say, I want to work from Thailand. It's not going to work because, you know, there are some security protocols the company needs to follow. But in marketing, you pretty much like you can be anywhere and work from anywhere and make same amount of money and live the life.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, there is definitely something to be said about being able to collaborate in person versus online and, and just being able to have that culture team environment. In, in office space, but since the pandemic, I mean, people have figured it out, right? They figured out how to work remotely versus in, in and we do a hybrid scenario. We're, we're all here on Mondays, but, you know, we do different things that will help us get there. So tell me some of the most important things that you have accomplished that you think the world should know about. And it's okay to brag. I give you permission. What are some things that you have accomplished you are absolutely oh, this is so cool that this happened or that, you know, that some, some things that you're proud of.
0: You know, this is one thing, right? Like no matter who you ask and well, like from Sir Richard Bronson to Gary chat when you ask them, you can brag about what you accomplished. Everybody goes like, what did I do, right? <laughs> Same goes with me. Um, I'm very much focused on like the community and uh, professional development and I think a lot of people need holding hands uh, at the personal level, but also uh, the whole economy is built because of the businesses, right? That's where business gets the incentives and they can employ more people. And that's how the taxes are paid.
2: And the economy is doing some weird things, right? The economy is doing some weird things right now. It's unpredictable at the moment. It seems kind of, you know, it's up and down on all around. You're right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's really unpredictable. I think, you know, our generation has to experience something that didn't happen in like two hundred years ago, right? So this is we're on the edge of moving from industrial mindset to everything AI, crypto, went that way. And you know, personally I enjoyed the tech side of it and I think uh helping our clients seeing their own share of success that really motivates me and I Share those stories in, uh, you know, when I order my books and in in podcasts like this. And it all comes down to how can we inspire each other? How can we uh, hold hands together and complete our journey? And, you know, the spiritual level, we're all here with a purpose. We're all here uh, trying to figure out why we are here, but at the same time, uh, what is your end purpose here? Right. And once you know that and you just start moving forward to it, uh, like for me personally, like, you know, with all the companies, books, movies and everything, like my purpose is helping kids that are hungry, poor and try to become some something one day. And, you know, without some mentors and, you know, really good people showed up in my life, uh, I wouldn't be in here today. So how do you focus on the future generations and create a more sustainable future for them? Um, especially looking at the systems that are falling apart, whether it's the Silicon Valley Bank or the whole financial system or how that, um, you know, politicians that are in power are kind of like manipulating and uh, doing things in their own way. And I think that has to go away. That has to change in a way that uh, how do we live with our neighbors uh, and, and share this earth, right? At the end of the day, we set up our own boundaries, but they, they had to go away and say, you know, we're all in it together. You know, if you're using most of this and having more carbon emissions and you're kind of polluting the planet, then again, that's your responsibility to fix it. And it's not fair for, you know, countries like Uganda paying fair share of their price and whatnot, right? So at the global level there's so many changes happening and I think Uh, At the mindset level, like people are not on the middle anymore. Like, you know, they're on one side, the other side, and there's no conversations happening in the middle because now they had enough information and probably through COVID, now they're like, you know, either this or that, right? So, which is a scary situation to be in. Uh, But if you look at the overall 200 years history, um, these changes happened over time. And, And the way to put it is, Um, History may not repeat, but the future definitely rhymes with it. So, there is a lot of things that we can learn and how do we avoid those things and how do we make it a better place for everybody.
2: I think that's great. Let's talk about uh, the books. The Golden Rules of Success is the the one that you have out now? Yeah, that's
0: that's the more recent. It's been out for a couple of years actually, but that's being used at uh, one of the universities for their MBA class. And uh, I co-authored and shared my entrepreneurial journey, like how I started in UK, you know, fixing computers, because, you know, being Indian, I think it's being smart. I don't know. Like my son calls me like, you're Indian. So it comes to you naturally. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's been in your
2: brain right. at a young age, uh, right? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But,
0: you know, who knows it's good or bad. Like, you know, it's different ways of learning and teaching and you got to be in the top ninetieth percentile. Um, but I I enjoy it, right? So in that book, there's different stories on entrepreneurship from different people. Um, I I highly recommend any MBA students or marketing students, just go and read it, right? I read about like 20 books a year at least, like on the lowest, maybe 15. Um, So if not this book, there are a lot of books and some of these books are shared.
2: Is there an audio version?
0: No, not audio version on this one. Yeah. Like a lot of these things are just the books. And then we actually uh, donated all the proceeds to an office in Mexico through entrepreneurship
2: foundation.
0: So it was like a process, but also just make sure that we're doing good around Mm
2: -hmm, that. mm -hmm. That's great.
0: And the big secret, like the book before that, it's co-authored with Jack Canfield. Uh, It's more on the energy and manifestation, law of attraction side, you know, like, 44 now and i can look back oh my god i wanted that one when i was kid and i wrote it down on this piece of paper and i dreamed about having it now i'm actually driving that car right so it just didn't happen overnight but you had those seeds long before right and and it also talks about the trauma right like how do you move forward when you're living with trauma and i think everybody goes through that but realizing that and addressing it and how do you use that as, as the power, like right? the catalyst for you to work harder and do things that
2: you yeah. want. No, that's great. I think, you know, people, if they can visualize it, it's gonna come to them a little easier naturally because it's, like you said, it's manifested into and ingrained in you. Okay, so a couple more questions. If people wanna reach out to you and or purchase your book and or watch the documentary that you have coming out, give us how, how all that can happen, my friend.
0: So you can uh, visit my website, lakineni.com. That's L-A-K-K-I-N-E-N-I.com. It's like the Dreamer film is there. The books are there. And uh, if you want to message me, like they can reach out to me, VK, lakineni.com all my social media handles.
2: Good. And we'll put them in the show notes as well. So for those of you listening who can't write those down right now or check out the site, go to the show notes and we'll have the links in there for you. And you're on all the socials, right? Facebook, Instagram, all the places. Yeah.
0: LinkedIn. You just got to be. Yeah, totally. right?
2: <laughs> Nowadays, for sure. And it's it's VK. So just the the V, the letter V and the letter K. Excellent. Uh, well, any other final thoughts for from UVK VK, that you'd like to share before we part ways today?
0: Well, I really appreciate you having this conversation. Uh, I go with the floor, and I think we definitely covered something very valuable for younger generations. And then to look at it, can I use any of this, right? And if it worked, it worked. Um, so I really appreciate you initiating this conversation and my podcast guys setting this up. Um, but this is like one thought, like, you know, I encourage every student, every listener to look back and say, why am I doing what I'm doing today? Why I'm doing this and what is the purpose and the reason behind it? Um, you don't want to be in a situation like in your 60s and 80s and look back, did I really fully live my life, made the difference? I'm grateful for everything that I, has been happening in my life. Um, so you can take a lot of steps right from now on To your 80s, look back. Yes, that's the life I wanted. I
2: lived it. I love that. Well, thank you so very much for joining me today, VK. We super appreciate the words of wisdom that you shared with us. And thank you for coming.
0: Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate you.
2: And for those of you listening, the best thing that you can do for both VK and I is share this episode with those, you know, who need to hear all of the wonderful things that VK had to share with us today. And of course, give us a review. And until then, everyone enjoy the marketing journey.
1: Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.